the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Forecasters have declared hurricane warnings for parts of the Florida coast as Hurricane Isaias drenches the Bahamas on a track for the U.S. East Coast. Protesters against coronavirus restrictions gathered in Berlin for a demonstration today titled The End of the Pandemic, Freedom Day. A crowd of people whistling and cheering and with few masks in sight marched holding up homemade placards featuring slogans that included Corona, false alarm, we are being forced to wear a muzzle and natural defence instead of vaccination, some chanted. We're here and we're loud because we're being robbed of our freedom. The protests come amid increased concern about an upturn in infections in Germany. I'm Charles de la Desma. On Wall Street Friday, it was the Dow up 114 points. This is SRN News. Due to COVID-19, the Salvation Army's services have been strained. From their addiction dependency programs to housing assistance and worship services, your gift today can make all the difference in them continuing to do the most good. Help fill the Salvation Army pantry and support food distribution by giving now at am1280thepatriot.com. Just click Here to Help. The Here to Help campaign is supported by Frauenshoe Commercial Real Estate. AM 1280, The Patriot from the Homestead Road Weather Center. We're going to have mostly cloudy skies today. Highs near 81 and lows around 62 with a chance of showers and thunderstorms for the rest of today. The best and longest running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities is on am1280thepatriot.com and am1280thepatriot. Join Mitch Berg and Brad Carlson for the Northern Alliance Radio Network every Saturday and Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock. That's the Narn, 1 to 3. We'll have hour one of Mitch Berg coming up here in just a moment. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the show that's making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, which has been bringing the truth as I see it on not just politics, but music, history, current events, pop culture, arts, entertainment, basically whatever crosses my path. For a little over 18 years now, going on 20 uh, rapidly. This show, of course, 17 years old, uh, 16, 16 going on 17 right now. In fact, we're just about to turn the halfway mark on our uh, 17th year uh, in in action here. Brad, Brad Carlson, heard every Sunday from 1 to 3 here on AM 12A, The Patriot. King Banyan, Saturday mornings on AM 1440, The Businessman. And, of course, yours truly, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, doing the voodoo we do. So, 
I have, by the way, we've got a big show today. There's, as always, way too much to talk about to fit into two hours, so I'm going to have to get along with it. By the way, we'll have uh, Sia Lor uh, joining us at 2 o'clock today. He is the GOP-endorsed candidate to run for the United States House of Representatives against Buddy McCollum this fall. And, boy, if anyone has set out a perfect scenario for someone like a Sia Lor to beat someone like a Betty McCollum, this is the year. I mean, it's one of those things where if you're a, a conservative or Republican, you look at the record, 60 solid years of Democrat control in St. Paul, and it's easy and forgivable to start to think that maybe you're fighting an uphill battle that you just can't win. And yet, and yet, the level of things that would have been unthinkable four years ago, like black support for Donald Trump, support among African Americans for Donald Trump, is... High enough that Big Left is having to resort to some pretty drastic means to try and shut them down, to cancel, to shame them. And you've seen this in examples of, well, classic case. Kanye West, a person of an interesting personality, I think that's fair to say, came out for Donald Trump a couple of years ago, and he went from being the king of hip-hop to persona non grata on the left. Now, he's doing everything he does for purposes of his own, and uh, the, don't think for a moment, that being said, that the pushback he's been getting from the press about his points of view and his mental state aren't politically motivated. Whether there's problems or not, you just know that uh, anybody else had symptoms of bipolar disorder in public that would be hushed up pronto were it anybody but someone who has uh, come out against Donald Trump or come out rather for Donald Trump and against the in any way against the progressive agenda this of course being part of uh, Larry Elder's excellent movie Uncle Tom which by the way is available at SalemNow.com and very much worth a watch I urge you to do it if you haven't already so we'll come back to that talking with Sheila Lore because again Sheila Lore is uh, is fully aware and has uh, actually run into something that uh, we, we call uh, Berg's Eighth Law of Diversity. Berg's Eighth Law of Diversity, one of the twenty series of 21-odd laws plus corollaries that uh, I'll be talking about a bit here. Uh, and this is American liberalism's reaction. This is Berg's Eighth Law of Diversity. American liberalism's reactions to one of, quote, their, end quote, constituents, women, gays, people of uh, any ethnic background other than white, running for office or otherwise identifying as a conservative is indistinguishable from a sociopathic disorder. And by the way, C.L. Lore and his experience with the Asian press, meaning the Asian progressive press, uh, proves Berg's eighth law of diversity, uh, or at least significantly fails to disprove it, which in the world of science, which Berg's laws are, <laughs> no two ways about it, uh, is one step on the road towards confirming that a law is still a law. See, if you're a Democrat, I've just explained how the scientific method works in ray experimentation. You're not proving things, you're failing to disprove things. Anyway, we can touch on that later. Uh, boy, I bet you there's one person in the audience who's, whose crazy meter has just been set to puree. <laughs> Anyway, uh, 651-289-4488 is the number to call should you care to join the show. You can also join me on Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N show. Operators are standing by both places. Now, speaking of Berg's Law, 
we'll come back to that. Uh, we've been talking, I think we talked last week about all of the, uh, the, the, the brouhaha over the federal agents popping up in places like Portland and Chicago and the like to defend federal facilities, i.e. facilities owned and paid for by you and I, the national taxpayer, not the citizens of Portland or Chicago or what's the other one, Albuquerque, uh, whose chiefs of police have been hamstrung by their political leadership uh, against defending these federal facilities from the fate that befell. Oh, I don't know, the third precinct in Minneapolis. Anyway, uh, and there's been a considerable brouhaha, to which, by the way, I agreed partly the idea of unmarked cars with ostensibly unmarked officers driving up out of nowhere, grabbing people off the street and throwing them and driving them off to an uncertain fate isn't a great look for American law enforcement, although, as I pointed out last week, understandable in many respects, perhaps needing a little bit of uh, polishing around the edges. But this was brought to my attention this past week by a friend of the broadcast and a friend of my blog. And that is all of you progressives out there who are belly aching and caterwauling with some agreement from me about the federal law enforcement situation in places like Portland, Seattle, Chicago, Albuquerque, et cetera, et cetera. If you're having trouble with a few incidents of people being abducted off the street by secret police, bundled off into unmarked vehicles and driven off to an uncertain fate, socialism just might not be what you really want after all. Just a word to the wise, which is pretty much the audience of this broadcast. But, but with a little bit of study, you, my progressive friends, can also be wise enough to know that unmarked cars with anonymous officers driving out of the dark to grab people off the street or out of their home is the rule, not the exception, in places like Cuba, Venezuela, East Germany, Poland, Czechoslovakia before 1992, things like that. If that's not what you seek, then perhaps socialism isn't for you. You could listen all day long, by the way, to Tide Pod Evita, uh, Evita a.k.a. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, talking and never once hear a word about the subject. Anyway, that brings us to... Uh, a subject near and dear to my heart. Uh, it's a subject called Berg's Law. It's a series of 21, well, currently 19 laws of human behavior, specifically in regard mostly to politics, although there's some basic sociology in there as well. These, these are observations that started out as satirical observations about the way people, not just progressives, although mostly progressives, react to the events of the world and deal with the events of the world uh, of the world and and they started out as a satire as as illuminating larger truths by poking fun at a caricature of the larger truth really they started out as just jokes but over time with a certain amount of observation a certain amount of the observation of others not just myself it's turned out that these casual humorous observations do have the force of ironclad behavioral law. Uh, most uh, famously, of course, and I say this with all due humility, it's, it's famous because other people have made it so. 
because it seems to resonate with people. The most famous of, of my 19 still existent laws is known as Berg's seventh law of progressive projection. To wit, when a progressive issues a group defamation or attack on conservatives' ethics, character, humanity, or respect for liberty or the truth, they are at best projecting and at worst drawing attention away from their own misdeeds. And this is the big kahuna of all the Berg's laws, the one that at face value explains almost all progressive behavior, not so much as a strategy, as a nationwide complete inability to engage with dissent from their narrative as anything but, well, projection and, and gaslighting. And there's many corollaries to Berg's seventh law, including one that I have coined this very day, which we'll get to in a moment here. And, and when we talk about Berg's seventh law, we're talking about examples big and small. Big, as in this case. This just came out in the news uh, fairly recently here. Uh, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has stood firm against... No, no. Before I get to the story here, by the way, from the, that noted conservative tool, The Guardian. Hint, The Guardian is the paper of the British left. It's, it's aligned with the Labor Party, which is actually a little far left to be DFL so far. Now, you know, as well as I do, if you're a conservative, that being part of the quote 1% end quote is is the great bet noir the 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 enemy the unspoken the boogeyman i should say of the left which by the way paints itself as the as the the party the 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 tribe if you will that stands up for the little guy the 99% versus the 1% that's what they say they say that the republicans are the party of the billionaires and yet and they, they attack Republicans for being the party of the rich while behind the scenes being exactly the opposite. Case in point, Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York has stood firm against intensifying pressure to avert massive budget cuts by raising taxes on the many billionaires who live in New York. Over 100 of them. As that campaign to tax billionaires received a recent boost from Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, tied Pata Vida, and New York's Democratic state legislative leaders, Cuomo has insisted that he fears that the tax initiative will prompt the super-rich to leave the state. Duh, <laughs> you think? This past Wednesday, he doubled down, warning that if the state tried to balance its budget through billionaire tax sites, quote, you'll have no billionaires left. Is this thing on? Uh, as Larry Elder would say, but in defending billionaires, Cuomo's projecting, uh, a protecting rather a group of his most important financial boosters. More than a third of New York's billionaires have funneled cash. Close to 40%, really, of New York's billionaires have funneled cash to Cuomo's political machine. According to a too-much-information review of campaign finance data and the Forbes billionaires list. Did you catch that, ladies and gentlemen? 40% of New York's billionaires are supporting Andrew Cuomo, notwithstanding the fact that it's supposed to be the Republicans that are the party of the rich. And yet, well, that's one example of Berg's seventh law. We see more of those in action right now, which we'll get to coming after the break. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. no sound but the sound of his feet. Machine guns ready to go. 
limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. From sharing the gospel and providing summer camps to disaster recovery and feeding the hungry, wherever there's a need in the Twin Cities, the Salvation Army is there, serving all without discrimination. Throughout this week, we're sharing stories of the positive impact the Salvation Army is making, how amplified the need is at the moment, and how you can answer the call to help our neighbors in this trying time. When you make your gift now at our station website by clicking Here to Help, your dollars go to work in our community, in particular to help those relying on the Salvation Army Food Pantry right now. These are our neighbors hit hard by being out of work due to COVID-19, or who are living paycheck to paycheck and just need a little extra help to get back on their feet. Together, we can meet this rising need and help our community today. So please, donate now. Just click Here to Help at am1280thepatriot.com. The Here to Help campaign is supported by Frauenschuh Commercial Real Estate. That's am1280thepatriot.com. And thank you. How is your day going? I hope it's going great. But if your pressure washer's down on pressure, you've got a leaky hose or some other problem, we want to be the first people you call. Call us at 763-521-4442. That's 763-521-4442. We've got parts, equipment in stock, and we've got the knowledge to help you. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expense cable bill. 800-430-8761-800-430-8761-800-430-8761. That's 800-430-8761. AM1280, The Patriot and iHeartRadio. They go together like Freedom and the Second Amendment. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Hey, don't forget, there are so many things that your kids are going to need to go back to school, whether it's in a school building or not. I mean, you've got the whole gamut, pens, pencils, markers, books, calculators, backpacks, folders, textbooks. Maybe even a new PC or a tablet for all the distance learning your kids are going to get to do. Oh, joy. We want to make sure you're stocked up on everything you need to make this next school year just the most bazongo fantastic one ever. Now, many Twin Cities families don't know what school you're gonna, what school's going to look like this year, but either way, we can get you set up. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com 
for your chance to win a $2,500 back-to-school shopping spree. Now, if you are the lucky winner, you also get to gift uh, $2,500 to your school, which, by the way, is way more than this station has ever donated to this effort before, which should tell you how much we support it, whatever school looks like this year. And By the way, we'll be talking about that. Oh, yes, we will. Go to am1280thepatriot.com, sign up for the back-to-school sweepstakes. You could be the big winner. 2500 bucks. That's... Uh, Believe me, kids these days can burn up that much in school supplies, but that's that's fine. That's what we're here for. Anyway, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Also join us, if you want, on Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N show. That's short for Northern Alliance Radio Network show. And uh, feel free to join in the conversation. So we're talking about Berg's seventh law of progressive projection, which I'll just uh, reread for you here, uh, assuming I can find it, and I believe I can. Uh, When a progressive issues a group defamation or assault on conservatives' ethics, character, humanity or respect for liberty or the truth for that matter they are at best projecting and at worst drawing attention away from their own misdeeds or bad depraved plans if you prefer and we see episodes of this all over the place for example i mean classic case in point democrats as a whole like to yap about uh, how republicans are the party of the wealthy and yet as we just heard Andrew Cuomo is catering to New York's billionaires, 40% of whom are donor, donors to his campaign. He's, he's basically trying to protect them from the tax hikes that the New York Democratic Party and his own uh, rising star, Tide Potavita, are demanding. Well, he knows where his bread's buttered, doesn't he? See, that's an example of Berg's seventh law right there. Six, uh, should you, should you, that's a classic example. But we have local examples here as well. Okay. This past week, just too late to get on the show. I believe it was, in fact, last Sunday morning. This went viral. A couple in Marshall, Minnesota, appeared at a Target store in that southwest Minnesota rural city, wearing face masks that were, appeared to be replicas of, well, Nazi flags. They had the swastika on the white circle on the bright red background. Basically, I know we're told they were homemade, but either way, there's no real good way to, to pull off a swastika in modern society. And by the way, the couple thought they had an excuse. They weren't Nazi sympathizers. They were... They were protesting against the ham-fistedness and tyranny of Minnesota's mask mandate by comparing it with the Nazi flag or using the Nazi flag to draw comparisons with the level of tyranny involved. Now, I am quite openly not a fan of the mask mandate, even though I do wear them in public uh, if I'm in a store, even though, and I stress this, I've already had covid (laughs) <laughs> and I may as well wear a rubber clown nose for all the good, all the good it'll do me or the people around me. That being said, I don't care that much. I've got plenty of people in my social circle who are horrified by the mask mandate, and I don't disagree with them. I respect their points of view. I am uh, reacting to the whole situation by avoiding big box stores completely and uh, and shopping places where, let's just say, things are treated a little more casually. Uh, and just a word to the wise out there, and again, most of you are the wise, 
there is no way to pull off a swastika as any form of protest against anything but Nazism. There's just no way to do it. And by the way, uh, there's, well, well, we'll come back. There's so many different angles to this story. Anyway, the, 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 the couple's explanations notwithstanding, the vi- video taken by a Target customer went, maybe it was Walmart, anyway, a, a customer at this uh, store in, in Marshall, the video went viral. And if you are a, it was a Walmart, I'm told, thank you very much, uh, my, my, my fact check squad is, is on the case. And unlike the major media's fact uh, check squads, it actually, you know, checked facts. It was at a Walmart in Marshall. Makes perfect sense. So, in so many ways. At any rate, uh, this went viral. And of course, as they are wont to do, the commentators from the left transposed this, projected this upon Republicans throughout Minnesota. They naturally figured that since this took place in a Walmart and there's swastikas involved, and according to Big Left, Nazism is a phenomenon of the right, although it's not. And by the way, if you're a progressive, you want to argue that one with me, feel free. Believe me, I'm more than equipped. Not, notwithstanding, this take all of the, the philosophical and political debates and historical context out of it. Uh, this was basically used as a cudgel to bludgeon Republicans in Minnesota, as pretty much every such episode always is because, and this is almost, this is borderline Berg's 22nd law material here, the best way to get publicity if you're a completely unknown Republic, uh, unknown person with any possible way to be traced to the Republican Party is to do something outrageous anywhere near a TV camera. Uh, my favorite example was a couple of years ago when a, when a avowed neo-Nazi ran for office as a Republican in a seat in, I believe, Aurora, Illinois, uh, a seat where no Republicans were actually standing for the office, and so it was basically open for the grabbing. It was never endorsed by the Republican Party, but he put R... He put a big R behind his name when he applied to run for office. And so this was uh, taken as an example of of how Republicans are. Likewise, uh, what was the woman's name? Danielle Stella, who was a dark horse unknown candidate for the fifth CD nomination to run against Ilhan Omar, uh, which, by the way, was an endorsement won by the fantastic Lacey Johnson. Uh, nonetheless, since she said some outrageously, I guess you could say racist things, some deliberately provocative things, the international media branded her as, quote, the Republican challenger to Ilhan Omar, notwithstanding the fact that there hadn't been a convention and the woman was completely unknown in the 5th Congressional District Republican circles. She's more famous in the uh, to the staff of the London Guardian the Manchester Guardian than, uh, than to Republicans in Minneapolis, well, at least at the very beginning. Nonetheless, while a couple, for whatever reason, and let's just chalk it up to misguided logic, tried to pull off that whole swastika look as a non-Nazi protest against the ham-fisted and scientifically dubious mask mandate, many of those same reporters and certainly many of those same uh, left-leaning pundits who were treating this episode with the gasping Victorian vapors with which they did, 
could certainly have been found wearing a, or at least sympathizing with those who wear a Che Guevara t-shirt or uh, flying a hammer and sickle or perhaps uh, going for a drink at a bar in uptown Minneapolis named Hammer and Sickle, which all of which are totems of a philosophy that has killed 100 million people in the last 100 years by any rational estimate. A factor of three or four times more than the Nazis killed. And by the way, there's there's no good death toll in, in eight or nine figures. They're all evil. There's no other word for it. The fact that some treat the one with complete revulsion and are completely oblivious to the real-world historical context of the other, the hammer and the sickle, the red star, the Che Guevara face, is proof of Berg's seventh law. Calling out and yapping about the depravity of people on the right, essentially, at the very least, to deflect from their own, or at the most, to betray their own ignorance of their side's, of their side's past. Uh, we'll be talking more about that because we saw, a, well, a little bit of history being made this past week, not just the demise of the last of Martin Luther King's contemporaries and confederates from the, uh, fr- from, from the civil rights era, uh, Representative John Lewis, who passed away and was uh, buried over this past week here. And in so, uh, in so happening, we, we saw the, the coining of a new corollary to Berg's seventh law, which is important. It's an important milestone in the observation of, of human behavior. We'll also be taking your phone calls after the break here, 651 651- Two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call should you care to join me. You can also join me on Twitter. The hashtag there is NARN show. That's short for Northern Alliance Radio Network Show. We'll be taking your phone calls or your tweets or whatever you want to get in after the break here. So uh, join us if you will, won't you, please? This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. I am Mitch Berg. My uh, partner and longtime uh, associate on the NARN, Brad Carlson, who just celebrated his ninth anniversary last month, actually a month and a half ago on this broadcast, will be joining us tomorrow from 1 to 3 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, and of course, King Banyan, heard reliably like clockwork every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, a station you may not be listening to religiously, but you probably should. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280. What's it called? Yeah, The Patriot. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. It's our weekend special. Save up to $500 on select Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds, plus special financing and free premium delivery on most beds when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. As Winston Churchill said, all the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. 
Join me every Sunday at 4 p.m. for the Victory Hour when we will talk politics, Israel, and the law. The Victory Hour, Sunday afternoons at 4, here on The Patriot. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal, and families are getting out to shops, stores, and restaurants. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Business recovery plans should be ready to go right now. The marketing team at Salem Surround is ready to help, so you don't waste a minute or a dollar recapturing market share. We'll help design your recovery plan targeting potential customers with proven marketing strategies. With Everything in our toolkit working for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience-engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital marketing plan. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we recognize that this school year was a little different for you, with families learning how to work and learn from home together. We also recognize that this won't last forever. As you look ahead to the fall and a new chapter in your child's education, TwinCitiesTuitions.com will proudly be here to help with 50% off your students' first year at a brand new school. To see a full list of our partnering schools or for more information, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Right now, Blue Ox Heating and Air is offering a legendary $49 air conditioner tune-up. For $49, a fully trained and certified Blue Ox technician will come to your home and make sure your system is running smooth and efficiently. If your AC unit needs repair, the tune-up fee counts towards the cost. And don't forget to ask about the Blue Ox No Breakdown Guarantee. Log on to GoBlueOx.com for details. Blue Ox Heating and Air. Legendary service. Install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The shining spot of red in the sea of dismal institutional blue. Hey, don't forget, right now, we are wrapping up this year's Here to Help campaign for the Salvation Army. And this is, this is a big one. I'm a huge, unabashed supporter of the Salvation Army. Uh, they have been there for my family back many, many years ago when, through circumstances piling up, we direly needed it. That's all the details I'm going into. Uh, wherever there's a need in the Twin Cities, the Salvation Army has always been there, doing the most good and serving all people without discrimination. By the way, yeah, there's a lot of uh, wives' tales from the left about uh, the Salvation Army's alleged discrimination. It's all, well, baked wind. Salvation Army assists those who are furloughed for months, lost their jobs, can't pay rent, don't have a place to call home, uh, providing emergency shelter for 125,000 of our fellow Minnesotans annually. They also bring the healing to face-based social services, youth groups, worship services. It, it's more than just a thrift store, and it's more than just kettles uh, at malls during the Christmas season. I hope you can help them out. You can make your tax-deductible gift to the Salvation Army today by clicking Here to Help at am1280thepatriot.com. Your dollars will go to work right here in the Twin Cities. There is no charity out there. Or I should say there are very few charities, if any, out there that uh, give you more bang for your charity buck than the Salvation Army. I urge you right now, before any more time passes by, to go out to am1280thepatriot.com, click on Here to Help, and pony up. 
uh, believe me, there's, there's, it's never been needed in our lifetimes more than it is right now. The economic numbers are absolutely catastrophic out there. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Governor Klink. Uh, we're talking about a new addition to Berg's Seventh Law uh, coming up shortly here. But first, let's go to the phones. In Brooklyn Center, Pam, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are live and on the air. Oh, hi. I just was wondering if you could explain Glenn Taylor to me. I don't understand. Did he buy that newspaper? Uh, Long Star ago. Tribune and the city pages to make it better about or the city. to make them worse? I mean, city pages, if they had, they don't even have anybody like David Carr who used to run the reader that was actually readable. But yeah. it's just or, pathetic. It's awful. Or Steve Perry. Steve, even 20 years ago, Steve Perry ran, not the guy from Journey. Uh, Steve Perry ran the uh, city pages. And, yeah, he was actually a journalist, and they actually did better investigative reporting than the Star Tribune did back then. But that was a long time ago. Now, I've lost track of who owns the city pages. I thought it was uh, the, the same people that run the, uh, the the Village Voice, but I can't recall to no, be I perfectly honest. I think it's honest. the Star Tribune uh... It's possible. It's very possible. And exactly why did Glenn Taylor do it? Good question. He uh, and by the way, just to make sure we're clear on this, newsrooms take great pride in what they call ostensibly their ability to keep the business and news side of the organization separate. I think Glenn Taylor has done nothing to challenge that and. If you're a journalist, that's the way it should be. On the other hand, if you're a journalist, you shouldn't be acting like the Star Tribune editorial board. I think Glenn Taylor saw it as an investment of sorts, and I think he saw it as uh, he and the editorial board of the Star Tribune uh, saw it as a matter of journalistic ethics. (laughs) I can't help but laugh every time I, I utter that term in connection with the Star Tribune uh, or Esme Murphy. Anyway, uh, I think they saw it as a matter of journalistic ethic. <laughs> See, there it goes again. I can't stop laughing. Okay, as a matter of <clears throat> J.E., to not have the business side interfere with the newsroom side or the editorial side. Now, Glenn Taylor was a Republican state representative, uh, not especially conservative. I mean, he was part of the pre-Reagan revolution uh, version of, of the Republican Party. And by the way, the Re- Reagan revolution never really came to Minnesota. The closest we got was Tim Pawlenty, uh, at least as far as getting to the governor's office, and can say what you will about him. He's the most conservative candidate who could win at that point in 2000. But uh, that was that was then. This is now. 651-289-2002. Wasn't that it? Yes, it was. 651-289-4488. Let's go to Mendota Heights. Gary, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are live and on the air. Mitch, I was wondering if you caught this this week in the paper and on some of the other media sources. Uh, there's been some belly aching regarding the progress and the money and the funding towards a proposed Botno light rail line. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I, what I'm wondering here is there's nobody working downtown right now. Uh, the the lawlessness on the you know public transportation right now is at a is at a peak uh we're not sure with covid when this truly goes away for you know smacking a bunch of people inside of a closed you know mass transportation vehicle uh and we have no money state you know the cities are burning down you haven't fixed what you burned down but they still want their utopian toys and it's almost like they're trying to get back to normal dfl business yeah they are because 
well, you know as well as I do, Gary, the, the, the main reason for these rail lines is to do what? To move people? <laughs> no. No, it's not to move people. It's to transfer money from the taxpayers to the DFL's political class and all of the various hangers-on to that political class. The consulting shops that work on the policy well, – by the way, consulting, you might think – Engineering consultants, transportation engineering consultants, civil engineer, electrical engineering consultants, software management consultants. Yeah, whatever. We're talking about the political consultants who pave the political ground for these and, and do the public relations and the media relations and the legislative relations for these boondoggle rail projects. That's, those are all members of the DFL's political class in the state. You look behind all of the major soft skill consultants and all of the government bureaucracies that are administering these projects, not, not the engineering companies that are building them, not the people that are actually doing the, the <laughs> laying the track out there to the extent that it gets put down, but the layer of white collar political leadership that, that paves the way, as it were, for these projects, is all members of the DFL political class. And this is the trough up to which they belly. They've gotten a lot of their payout for the Southwest Light Rail Corridor. They've got to keep those checks coming. Botno, you are the next feed trough. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Now, before the break, I pointed out a couple examples of Berg's seventh law. Again, to wit, uh, no progressive commentator is capable of addressing more than one of the. Pre uh, sorry, that's the wrong law. Uh, Berg's seventh law of uh, progressive uh, progress projection: when a progressive issues a group defamation of ass or assault on conservatives' ethics, character, humanity, or respect for liberty or the truth. At best, they're projecting, and at worst, they're drawing attention away from their own misdeeds. Now, I have written about hundreds of examples, literally hundreds of examples of Berg's Seventh Law since I first coined it in, I believe, 2006, and have written a number of corollaries, in other words, expansions or elaborations on that Seventh Law. And as of today, I have added yet another corollary to Berg's Seventh Law, far and away my uh, my, my biggest corollary and that uh, my biggest law, I should say, and that, well, let's go back to the, uh, the biggest story, at least in terms of looking back at history this past week. Uh, Congressman John Lewis, one of uh, Martin Luther King's associates during the civil rights movement in the mid early to mid 1960s. In fact, the last surviving associate of Martin Luther King's from the uh, from the various freedom marches of the 1960s was laid to rest this last week in a in a large and <clears throat> not at all socially distanced funeral but whatever that's fine one of the speakers in fact probably the most notable speaker for the sheer power and graciousness of his eulogy was president George W Bush let's get this straight this is the president who was literally hitler before Donald Trump was literally Hitler or, well, really before Mitt Romney and John McCain were literally Hitler. This was the literal Hitler from 2000 to 2008. This was the, the, the boogeyman that progressive America warned everyone about for those eight years and then some. 
Well, it comes to find out here that, in fact, now that he's left office, George W. Bush is perfectly hunky-dory. Which brings us to today's legal education, Berg's Law legal education. I call it, what else, the George W. Bush corollary to Berg's Seventh Law, which reads as follows. All of a Republican's sins, imaginary or for sake of argument, maybe even real, will be forgotten once the Republican can no longer hold office. W's political career is over, and so he's no longer literally Hitler. Either as Mitt Romney's, uh, Romney, now that he's become a senator and his political career has reached its high watermark, and in fact he's become something of a moderate by modern conservative standards, which is fine. Say what you will, he, he, he got elected. Uh, and by the way, John McCain... Classic example, classic enough to, in fact, draw his own corollary to Berg's Seventh Law uh, a couple of years back uh, when I wrote the McCain corollary to Berg's Seventh Law. Uh, the, the, the Republican that, uh, that, that uh, even Republicans that, that the progressives favor will turn into literally Hitler when they have a chance of winning office, which in retrospect, uh, John McCain didn't. But that's the latest corollary to Berg's seventh law, the George W. Bush corollary. Uh, for a president who was, for eight years, literally Hitler, literally bring us to the brink of war, literally uh, guilty of every possible evil that Big Left could think of for him, literally someone who took a progr prominent progressive commentator and prompted him to, to write an article in 2005 called The Case for Hating George W. Bush. More on that in a moment. This goes back to the history of this show. Yes, it'll be interesting. Also, your phone calls at 651-289-4488. It's the Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Attention, this is a real estate ad. If you're thinking of buying or selling, please listen closely. My name is Alex Hartman of REMAX Results. I am a like-minded, loyal listener to this radio station. I have a proven track record of results, having sold thousands of homes over 30-plus years. But most important, in this day and age of big real estate teams pushing crazy gimmicks and guarantees, when you call me, you get me and only me. No gimmicks, no anonymous team members, just one-on-one -on -one service and results. When you work with me, you can rest assured the buck stops right here. I have your back. I'm the only agent you communicate with from start to finish. I'm 100% accountable to you. So if you're thinking of buying or selling this season and you like the idea of working with an agent who shares your views, an agent who will work diligently on your behalf every step of the way, then call me today for a free no-obligation consultation. Just go to ResultsByAlex.com. ResultsByAlex.com. I'm looking forward to speaking with you. Again, that's ResultsByAlex.com. 
Catch up on the latest news and information affecting Minnesota's great outdoors with Outdoor News Radio. We talk hunting, fishing, and natural resources in the great state of Minnesota every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Joining me, Rob Jerisline, our guest like bow hunting expert, Tony Peterson, professional anglers like Tackle Terry Tuma and Tim Lesmeister, and nature gurus like the bird chick, Sharon Staitler. Join us for Outdoor News Radio. Every Sunday morning at 8 on our sister station, Freedom 1570. From sharing the gospel and providing summer camps to disaster recovery and feeding the hungry, wherever there's a need in the Twin Cities, the Salvation Army is there, serving all without discrimination. Throughout this week, we're sharing stories of the positive impact the Salvation Army is making, how amplified the need is at the moment, and how you can answer the call to help our neighbors in this trying time. When you make your gift now at our station website by clicking here to help, your dollars go to work in our community, in particular to help those relying on the Salvation Army Food Pantry right now. These are our neighbors hit hard by being out of work due to COVID-19 or who are living paycheck to paycheck and just need a little extra help to get back on their feet. Together, we can meet this rising need and help our community today. So please, donate now. Just click here to help at am1280thepatriot.com. The Here to Help campaign is supported by Frauenschuh Commercial Real Estate. That's am1280thepatriot.com. And thank you. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Welcome back. I'm Mitch Berg. Ending up Hour 1 of the Headliner Edition. Don't forget Brad Carlson, the Closer Edition, heard from 1 to 3 on AM 1280, The Patriot, tomorrow. And speaking of which, speak of uh, him himself joining us here from uh, his, his presumably studio up in, uh, in the northwest suburbs. Brad, the Closer Carlson, joins me. Brad, welcome to the show. What up? Mitch, you, good to talk to you as always. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the uh, uh, John Lewis memorial service at the end of last segment. I apologize. It's maybe a bit of a non sequitur, but this is something that, that, that's been bugging me, and probably well, I'll be bring up my show tomorrow. But you, you, you ever notice when a, a conservative icon maybe makes one mistake or has an inglorious moment within their careers, and when they're eulogized, that mistake is magnified, whereas yes. John Lewis you know, his his uh, struggle for civil rights, beyond reproach, he spoke in 1963 preceding Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech in front of that incredibly large crowd, was part, of course, the Freedom Riders, who literally put their lives on the line in the struggle for equality. So I certainly can't denigrate a civil rights record, but it's amazing how no one ever brings up the fact that four years ago he organized that sit-in on the House floor after the Pulse nightclub shooting demanding legislation be passed that anybody on an arbitrary watch list be denied from yes. uh, purchasing a firearm. So much for Second Amendment rights, so much for Fourth Amendment rights, so much for Fifth Amendment rights, so then undermining civil liberties uh, beneath uh, someone of John Lewis's stature, but yet that's never brought up. It's amazing how that works. There should be a Berg's Law about this, Mitch Berg. I don't know. Well, in fact, Brad, you may be onto something here, because uh, Larry Elder yesterday on his broadcast had some tape that um, the media has done a fine job of sweeping under the rug, because I wasn't even aware of it. I'd forgotten this had happened. But this was uh, uh, audio of, of Ted Kennedy speaking back in the early 1970s uh, on a stage with... <clears throat> Uh, uh, George Wallace, 
the last segregationist Democrat mm. to win electoral votes in 1968. Uh, by the way, a Democrat. Uh, someone tell Attorney General yeah. Ellison, who, who characterized him as a Republican <laughs> once upon a time, within the last year. Uh, and, and, and Ted Kennedy, in standing on the stage speaking for someone who, who espoused with someone on behalf of someone sharing a bill with George Wallace, an open segregationist who said there'll be no integration now, no integration ever. Literally, there's many words that we disagree on some issues, but it's all we're all on the same side, basically right here. Had a Republican done that and it never happened, (laughs) not with any significant Republican in our lifetime, this would have been this would have led all the news coverage of of that candidate's demise. But no, it was all swept under the rug for the lion of the Senate, and by the way, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez's former employer. So, uh, she, uh, she, for whom uh, she interned. So, you're exactly right, Brad Carlson. Uh, what, so, what else do you have coming up on the show tomorrow? Oh, I think we so must have lost out. Brad. There. Oh, there we go. Go ahead. I'm still here. Can you? Yeah. I okay. Go say, for it. Uh, we are. What? We're going to have uh, uh, Dr. Scott Jensen joining us uh, the first hour to talk about uh, his being uh, cleared by the uh, Minnesota uh, Medical Board. Uh, after complaints, anonymous complaints levied against him because he dared have a dissenting opinion from uh, Governor Klink regarding the COVID pandemic. So Dr. <laughs> Jensen will be on for a couple of segments in the first hour tomorrow, that's for sure. Could you ask him if any part of that exoneration had to do with complaints from the International Union of Kangaroos saying that the complaints uh, gave their courts a bad name? Perhaps that would be a good question to ask. <laughs> Dr. Jensen. <laughs> we'll take all questions. Absolutely, Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe I'll call in and do that one myself. Thanks for your call, Brad, as always. Let's go to uh, Mark from St. Louis Park. You are live and on the air. Go right ahead. Another great show, uh, Mitch. Um, just to piggyback real quick, you also skipped the inauguration, the State of Union speech from Donald Trump, and he accused Tea Partiers of spitting on him with zero evidence. So there's a lot of give and take with 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 uh, John Lewis. So of course. Um, yep. But the reason I, I called in just uh, real quick, I want to say my call for later to expose the fraud of the achievement gap. Haven't heard in two months from the from this education establishment and Star Tribune anything about the achievement gap. It's gotten much worse, but haven't heard a thing about it. They're total frauds. But um, uh, you mentioned earlier about the, the couple in Marshall. And I'm from St. Louis Park. I'm a conservative Jew. And I've often said that uh, General Custer has not, it's got nothing on me being conservative Jew in St. Louis Park. But yep. um, I, get, I get that their sentiment. Uh, granted, they could have put a hammer and sickle on, et cetera, et cetera. But the national souls, they were socialists. The Nazi Party yep. was for com- complete government control. They have nothing... They have Republican Party has zero. There's comparison with them. The Democratic leftists have almost everything compared yeah, to them. I, and I try to explain I, I, my, my fellow liberal Jews, and they go, "Oh, I didn't know that." Oh yeah. In fact, one of my favorite exercises. Oh, I, oh, thanks yeah, listen. Thank Absolutely. You. Thanks for your call, as always, Mark. A fantastic call. Here's an exercise I love to uh, to run by people. In fact, I should put this on my blog and, and make sure it's out there for people to see. If you ever Look up the record of the German, uh, what's, it's a, it's a German word, and I, I minored in German so I could do this sort of thing. Reichswohlfahrtbeamt, that's the Reich Welfare Ministry. Uh, if you look up the policies of the Reichswohlfahrtbeamt, uh, and just read the policies that they had, the, the extent and nature and policy of the German welfare state, the, the Nazi welfare state, and you just read off the benefits they offered, the policies they have, the, the, the level and intrusiveness uh, 
of the German welfare state, as well as the, the intrusiveness of the German planned economy, which was no less planned than the Soviet economy, except that in order to avoid destroying the technocrat class that they needed to rearm, they didn't uh, liquidate all of them and, and liquidate all of the, the, the capitalists who had built these businesses before the Nazis came to power. Yet, that was probably on the agenda had they won the war, but that's another whole story. So, okay, the Germans had a completely planned economy, no less so than any communist dictatorship ever did. And beyond that, if you read the policies of the German welfare ministry uh, from 1933 to 1945 and leave out the one last crucial caveat, you'd think it was something that a Bernie Sanders supporter had written up as a wish list. I mean, you had cradle-to-grave benefits, you had free tuition, you had uh, the sort of thing that would make a Bernie bro tingly all over, until you got to the part about how it was basically for Aryans only. Uh, that part, not so much. But until you get to there, the planned economy and the exceedingly comprehensive welfare state, they were all on board. They were not two degrees behind the Sanders fashion curve welfare-wise. And if you leave out the racial policies involved, it's the sort of stuff that modern socialists do cartwheels over, ladies and gentlemen. 651-289-4488, the number to call, should you care to join me. Next hour, we're going to be talking with Shia Lohr, who is the GOP-endorsed candidate running for the Minnesota House of Representatives in the 4th Congressional District, St. Paul and its immediate suburbs here. The smallest and probably most dismal congressional district in the state of Minnesota, and yet... Someone who I think it's fair to say is bringing just a, a, a dash of hope to the race for uh, the Republican Party here in this most dismal, well, tied for most dismal of districts in the entire metro area. Stick around. Go nowhere. Uh, it's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We will be right back. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Relief Factor. Effective pain relief that really, really works. How do I know that I don't have a script? I don't have talking points. I live it. I've been taking it for a year and a half. I had a lower back pain issue that had been plaguing me for nine years, almost a decade. I took Relief Factor for two Weeks, yes, two weeks, and my pain was gone, and it's still gone. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. Don't take my word for it. See their incredible video testimonials at relieffactor.com, and then find out for yourself if this incredible drug-free product could work for you as well as it does for me and tens of thousands of Americans. It's so very, very simple. Go to relieffactor.com, order the three-week quick starter pack. It'll be at your door in three days or less. And I guarantee it, Dr. G's guarantee, if you take it morning and evening, as do I, for three weeks, 
by the end of that time, you will know if it works for you like it works for me. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM 1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. We can all agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, school is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, 